some really exciting stuff at the end of this video, a new study that I think you're gonna be really interested in, but let's go ahead and dive into it. So the first thing that happened is now Chrome in July of this year, July 9th, is gonna be coming out and blocking ads worldwide that are poor user experience ads and that are ads that are kind of hateful and that over the top stuff that people don't wanna see. So Chrome getting much more stringent on the type of ads that they're allowing to be served. So they're gonna filter out those annoying ads worldwide starting July 9th. Next thing, Quora advertisers can now retarget to people based off of the question that they saw. So for example, I'm a digital marketing agency owner. If I see that somebody's gone to these 50 type of topics and questions on digital marketing agencies, I can set up retargeting based off of that specifically. So that's a cool new feature for Quora. Next, Google enables users to continue previous searches with activity cards. So activity cards are this new thing that is coming to Google. Danny Sullivan spoke about it not too long ago, but basically what it does is it allows you to see cards that are associated with past searches that you've done and jump to them very, very quickly. So what Google's trying to do is make it easier to use the interface so that you can basically click into things that, that relate to past searches you've done. And if you do a search so that you can see kind of the next thing and the next thing and the next thing that's generally associated with it. So they're trying to kind of create this cohesive customer journey so people stay within the environment. and really the main reason they're doing that is one to make search better but also to increase page views because if they can increase page views then they can increase impressions and if they can increase impressions then they can probably increase the amount of money that they make through advertising next DuckDuckGo breaks 9 billion searches in 2018 so that's more than double the amount of searches reported in 2016 in October the company said that they're handling 30 million searches a day so that's still very very small compared to Google which um, is, is much 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 larger but the reason that I think a lot of people are going to DuckDuckGo is because of the privacy they don't track you the way that Google does that's a big thing right now with Facebook and Google and um, you know the government entities really starting to become more and more interested in that I could go on a long tangent on that right now I won't um, what I will say is is that I think if the government is going to be looking at these type of entities they should get probably um, a little bit better tech advice before they do these hearings I think that that would be a good thing or they should have some tech experts um, or, or expertise to, to be leading those type of hearings because the last couple ones were kind of goofy. Either way, DuckDuckGo is on the rise and people like it because of the privacy abilities. Next thing, Google comes out and they say that too many internal links will not hurt your ranking. So that's been a big thing in the past. So in the past, you know, I've been doing SEO for a while now, uh, you know, qu quite a long time, you know, back to 2000 is kind of when I started doing digital stuff. Got really, really into SEO um, kind of in that 2007-ish time, um, which is when it was, it was taking off and really becoming a, a thing, more of a mainstream thing. But anyway, so internal linking has always been something, right? And, and before they would say it was 100 links that they could do per page. And this was really based off of Google's crawl, crawling abilities, but their crawling abilities have gotten better and better and better. Then um, they said you could go up to about 300 links per page. And so they kind of changed the guidelines on that. Now they're saying don't even worry about it. But there is this thing 
that's important to keep in mind and it's this idea of page sculpting. So if you don't know what page sculpting is, it's the idea that say you have one whole page, right? If you have one link on that page going to another page, 100% of the authority of that page that it can provide to another page is going to be transferred to, a, to that next page. If you have 100 links, right, you've just significantly diminished um, the amount of authority that's going to be transferred from one page to another page because now you're spreading that out to 100 pages. If it's 300 pages, you know, 400 pages, 1,000 so on and so forth, right? So for me, I still think it's important to be kind of deliberate with your internal linking. So you want to watch the amount on some level. And I, I don't really like what Google's doing right now. They're being so lackadaisical with the way that they are providing search engine optimization advice. I think they're doing it on purpose because they don't want to create a ruckus because back in the day, Matt Cutts used to come out and say, don't do this, don't do that. And then it created this kind of storm of commotion. Now they're saying, yeah, just go ahead and do whatever you want, which is uh, kind of belittling the abilities of somebody to get better rankings online. Next thing, Snapchat releases this really interesting report. So Snapchat says that um, basically they come out with a report of why people use specific social media sites, right? So why do people use certain sites? Why do they turn to Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and YouTube? Here's what they said in the report. So Snapchat, they do it to talk to friends, share photos, use lenses and filters, share videos, and talk about daily experiences. Twitter, follow news and current events, follow discussions, follow celebrities, learn about subjects of interest, share viewpoints. Facebook, talk to friends, talk to family members, share photos, have private conversations, learn about upcoming events. Instagram, share photos, talk to friends, follow celebrities, share daily experiences, share videos. YouTube, learn about subjects of interest, learn about new products, share videos, get news about pop culture, and find products uh, to purchase. You know, I gotta say, that's spot on. Good job, Snapchat, you uh, you did a great study. And that's really interesting. It just, I, I think that this is great. This is great. Use this as a framework when you're setting your social media strategy for your business. Where do you align? What types of content can you, can, can you create that fall in line with each of the reasons why people would use these sites? Um, really, really interesting. And then the, I have a couple more things. So next thing is businesses can now schedule videos to Instagram for the first time. So you don't have to manually post anymore. And basically last month, Instagram updated their API to allow direct scheduling for videos to its app. So that's exciting. I think we're gonna see a lot of these third-party Instagram integration companies trying to find ways so that they can do the scheduling as well. And then finally today, a new report highlights the best Facebook posting practices. So what are the best ways that you can post on Facebook? Facebook, we're seeing that you really need to be doing promoted posts now to get any visibility for your content. If you're not doing it, the reach is gonna be, you know, three to 6%, even for your own page. So now, you know, some people are getting more of that if they're like a celebrity or people really like engaging with their content, but, but what are the best practices? Well, here they are. Based off of this study, which is by BuzzSumo, which is a very cool uh, tool, which you've probably used before, it's, it's grown quite a bit in its popularity. They say video is the best post type. It still generates 59% more engagement than other posts. 
That I believe is true. I, I post a lot of video to Facebook on the watch platform. More and more people are using that watch platform. If you click watch, you're gonna see all the pages that you're following and then you're gonna see all the latest updates to those pages with a little icon and, and that's really taking off for, uh, for the stuff that I create and then also for a lot of our clients as well. They say the best time to post is at night and they say that's probably because there's less competition from other businesses and, and a lot of people are browsing during those hours. Most engagement happens on the weekends and that's not really a big surprise because people are just sitting there on the weekends just you know scrolling mindlessly. By the way, really trying not to do that right now in 2019. In 2019, my goal is to shut down my phone when I get home to not check it until I get back into the office unless it's an emergency and to stop the aimless scrolling. And that probably should be your goal too. I do no more wasting time in that way. I'm gonna be very deliberate with my time and you should be as well. And then finally, shorter posts perform better. And they say, again, no surprise. So, so longer posts aren't doing as well. That's it for the digital marketing news this week. Last thing, I just released a new video that is on search engine optimization, the ultimate guide for 2019. It's a little bit longer, but it tells you how to structure all the different types of SEO programs based off a of business model. Check that out on the YouTube video. Um, also, I'm creating a lot more content this year. I've got some new thumbnails and stuff like that. If you like it, give me a yes. I'd appreciate it. If you like this video, give me a yes and a like. Thank you. See you next time. Have a great day.